Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Good morning and welcome to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Today is Tuesday, July 5th, 2022. The weather today will be a high of 17 degrees with lots of rain. How much rain? Lots. lots. <laughs> Good job, babe. <laughs> Grab your umbrellas and your and your and your rubber boots here in the Edmonton area today. It's going to rain. It is raining. It's pretty wet out there. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. And thank you so much for coming back. Yeah. Uh, We've missed you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we Well, we took the holiday Friday off. And um, I, last couple of days, uh, full transparency, um, I've been having some trouble sleeping. And uh, Sunday night, it, I don't know, maybe just a little too hot in the bedroom. I uh, Not like that. Um, <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs> uh, but just could not seem to to get to sleep, and uh, had to. Uh, it was about one o'clock in the morning. I'm like, okay, no, this is this is not going to happen at this pace. I had better just uh, better just call it right now. And um, I mean, even last night, I could not sleep again. But I wasn't going to cancel the show two days in a row. Yeah, uh, I ended up getting up pretty early. I was up around three o'clock in the morning. Anyway, enough about me. Anyways, I just <laughs> wanted to apologize. I wanted to apologize for. Um, for bailing on you guys yesterday um and uh but we are here today and thank you so much for coming back mm -hmm. um i know i hate taking days off from the yeah. show yeah i hate it because it's almost like you know people kind of rely on this the show almost as for like a routine yeah and the second that you know we take a day off it's like you know people fall out of the routines and then they got to create that whole routine all over again so um, we're going to try and provide as much value to you as possible today. So if you guys have any questions, please click the call in button and call in, um, anything in relation to real estate investing or anything in just in general. Hey, you just, if you want to talk, just call in and we'll talk uh, a couple ground rules for calling in, you know, try and make sure you got some headphones if possible. If mm -hmm. you're planning on calling into the show and asking questions, wear some headphones. So that way there's not a, an echo, um, especially because you're calling in through an app on your phone. Um, the sound coming out kind of goes through the microphone. Oh, it just creates a terrible experience for everybody. So, <laughs> um, and, and, and you're probably wondering, you know, how? To, wait, wait a second, you can call in? Yes, this is live. This is a live uh, real estate investing morning show. In order to listen to the live version, you know, perhaps you've been listening on iTunes or Spotify or whichever. If you want to listen to the live version, just download the Podbean app, P-O-D-B-E-A-N, and uh, just subscribe to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. You'll get a notification every morning at 6 a.m. Mountain Time that we have gone live, and you just listen in on the app there. And like I said, you can join in on the chat. Uh, you can also click the call-in button and uh, call in with any questions. We will answer your questions about real estate investing for free every morning, free mm -hmm. coaching. Um, what we also like to do is we also like to do uh, giveaway prizes. Um, to our loyal listeners. And uh, today is July 5th. However, July 1st, we should have done the top fan um, contest. Yes. So what we do is every month, um, when you join in live, uh, you can, there's like a heart button, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a little heart button there and um, you can click the heart. It's kind of like, you know, it's like a like button. Yeah. Right. And you accumulate hearts and there's lots of ways to accumulate hearts. Um, you can share the show through the app to Facebook or whichever, mm -hmm. Twitter, et cetera. Uh, you can also call in when you call in. And any, any form of engagement on the show, on the live show, will accumulate hearts for you. And at the end of the month, what we do is we take the top five um, listeners who have the most hearts and we do a little contest. We do. Right. Yeah. And so uh, we got the top five uh, fans from last month. We've entered, we've uh, written out all their names. We've put them um, into the cup. Yeah. Uh, I got a old school real estate investor dad mug here. Full yes. Of names. Yes. And uh, what we're going to do is, well, maybe I'll just explain just for those, you know, maybe it's their first time listening. Um, 
first place, whoever has the most hearts, first place gets five ballots. Second place gets four ballots. Third place gets three ballots. Fourth place gets two ballots. And fifth place gets one ballot. Mm-hmm. And what we're going to do is we're going to pull a name out of the this uh, this this vintage cup. And the winner, <laughs> the winner is going to get two free coaching calls. So two free one-on-one coaching calls with myself. It's a value of $500. It's, it's our way of showing um, our appreciation to those of you that listen in live every morning. Do they have like a one-month expiry? Like, got to use them in the next month. I'm just uh, curious. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm trying to remember. I feel like someone two months ago still has one call left. Um, yeah, you should put an expiry on them. They need to be used the next month. That's what we're going to do. And, and, and so it shall be done. <laughs> okay. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, why are you saving your coaching calls? Why not just take action today? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, same thing, you know, if you want to get, if you want a chance at winning two free coaching calls, um, you know, join in live this month, uh, and, and engage, engage in the show, hit the like and share and on Facebook and, and Twitter, et cetera, call in with your questions and, um, and we'll keep track and then we'll do another draw on uh, August 1st. But for today, what do you say we, uh, yeah, I was to say I, I for some reason I get nervous pulling the name, but like I I'm excited for whoever wins, but I still get nervous. <laughs> really? Yeah. Why do you get nervous? I don't know. You're not the one doing I, the coaching calls. <laughs> I don't want to let anybody down. <laughs> what do you mean? It's a, it's it's it's. Okay, are we ready? F- do we have like a drum roll or something? You betcha! You okay. betcha! What do we got? What do we got? Oh my gosh. What? <laughs> Ryan. Ryan was in, uh, Ryan Letniak was in fifth place. He only had one ballot in here. Oh, this, this, this shit's rigged. <laughs> oh, this shit's see? rigged. Don't, you make me see? all nervous. See, no, I mean, Ryan. <laughs> and Ryan's won a lot. Ryan has won <laughs> a lot. His name must be magnetic. <laughs> I think he's won three times now. Yeah. But he like he was like an old school winner where he was like the top fan. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah you, Wayne, you wanted me to remind you to turn up your volume last week. Did I, you do that? I pulled it. Thank okay, you. Good. I pulled my mic closer. We're just uh, constantly trying to figure out the, the audio thing here. Yeah. Um, and it's sometimes I speak some mornings. I speak louder than other yes, mornings. I, know. Yeah. Um, I need to really control my. My voice, but I uh, just get back to Ryan. Ryan is Ryan's a loyal listener from the beginning. Yes. Um, and uh, you know what? He deserves it. He, he deserves does. it. Yeah. And he's doing some really cool stuff. I think, I think he's got a flip on the go. He was supposed to have a flip early May and then there was some delays. So I have mm-hmm. no idea where his flip is at, but I'm very curious to find out. He doesn't share very much on here. Yeah. He yeah. should, he should call us and chat with us. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've already got a bunch of mis uh, unread uh, uh, comments here on the show. So, um, did, 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 did Ryan say anything? No, uh, he said, "Yay, thanks." I think, "Yay!" Wow, that yay. was. Did <laughs> that's how I, that's I'm how Everly sure. says "Yay." <laughs> okay, there's two exclamation marks there. Yay! <laughs> thanks. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's you're like. Yay. I was scrolling trying to find the comment and I didn't wasn't sure if that was actually him that said that. <laughs> mm, congratulations, Ryan. Just shoot us an email at info at REI Masters. That's nope, REA Morning Show.com. <laughs> info at REI Morning Show.com. And uh, we'll get those coaching calls all set up for you. If you guys if you guys want to book a coaching call, um, you can absolutely do that. It's in the show notes here. You can book a 60-minute coaching call. And it's on demand too. So it's uh, it it has access to my calendar. Uh, if I've got, uh, I, I keep time slots open during the day just yeah, in case can. someone has something and they're like, I don't know, let's say a tenant um, does something stupid or let's say you find an amazing deal and you need to go through it really quickly. You can book in most cases the same day, depending on how busy my schedule is. So there's always time slots available. Um, if you guys need to book a coaching call really quickly, it's available. Okay. Um, so that's that. Congratulations to Ryan. Um, uh, and again, if you guys have, and if you, if you want free coaching advice, just call into the show every morning and get those questions answered. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So we got uh, top fan out of the way. We do have Friday live training this Friday as well. We do. Um, we will be announcing the topic eh, today or tomorrow. 
soon. Soon. Um, but that's in our Real Estate Investing Masters free Facebook group. Um, so you can join our Facebook group for free. Um, we do uh, free training every Friday. And it's just, it's just, it's just an amazing little free community. It is. Right? <laughs> um, there's a lot of Facebook groups out there. Uh, and we try and try and um, we strive for to, to, to make it the best. You know what I mean? Uh, we're very cautious about who we let in. Um, you know, there's there's no self promotions or like you know this. It's it's all about it's all about community and and um, helping each other out and supporting each other. And that's 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 the most important thing. I suppose just another Facebook group with three thousand people in it, and you know you ask questions, and it's almost like you're not even sure if the answer is correct. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And and I I started like leaving a lot of those groups um, when it got to the point where I needed a question answered, and I and I couldn't say for certain if the answers that in the comments were that were provided were actually legit. I'm like, this what the hell am I even in here for? Yeah, you know what I mean. So I wanted to make sure that we built a group that is actually authentic and and supportive at the same time providing legitimate answers. And if I see an answer that's 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 not 100% true, I'll chime in and I'll make sure that it's corrected. Because, you know, when someone's looking for help and they need an answer right away, um, they should be able to find an answer quickly and it should be accurate so that they can take that information and they can take action take immediately. Action. Yeah. Because there's nothing worse than having something holding you up, a question that you can't seem to get answered. And you can't afford the $250 coaching call. I get it. And you need that answer quickly because you need to take action. You know, that's why we have a free group there. That's why we have this free podcast every morning where you can call in and get those questions answered. Okay. We're here. We're here. And if you want, you know, want to extend that and you want to take it to the next level. Just don't private message us. Yeah, just don't (laughs) private message us. We have so many different different platforms to help you guys and answer your questions. Um, You know, just, just respect our time as well. You know, we, we, we take the time out of our day to wake up early every morning, even though we can't get to sleep, um, you know, to answer your questions here. So just please call into the show and get your questions answered. Mm-hmm. And if you guys want to take it to the next level and you're looking for, you know, one-on-one mentorship, you guys are looking for, you know, uh, if you guys want to join the master's mentorship program, it's there as well. But, you know, I would highly recommend waiting until you're ready. Don't just join a mentorship program thinking that someone's going to do it for you. Mm-hmm. You have to be ready. Mm-hmm. to do the work. Okay. There's, and, and we don't actually talk about that too, too much is that, you know, I don't like pressuring people into the mentorship program. I don't because there's nothing worse than having people coming in and who aren't willing to do the work. Yeah. And it almost creates kind of like a, like a bad vibe. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Where if like 20 people are doing all the work and like maybe five people aren't, it almost, it's almost like kind of creates like an out for people. You know what I mean? Like people want to see other people doing it too. Yeah. It's kind of like when you're at a party. the accountability, the action, like seeing other people take action gives you the motivation to also. Yeah. Yeah. You know, at a party when like the party's going really good and it's like 1130, maybe one o'clock in the morning. And then one person says, oh, I'm going to get going. And then it's like weird where everyone else is like, yeah, I'm going to get going too. Yeah, I'm going to get going too. And it's like everyone's so easily manipulated. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's like if one person's not doing the homework. It's almost like, well, yeah, I'll probably get to that next week because they clearly haven't done it either. But if everybody else is doing the homework yeah. and you're the only one left that's not, then you're probably going to stick around to that party. Yeah. Right. You're going to have a good time. Yeah. Right. So it's all about making sure that, I mean, community is everything. Surrounding yourself by other um, action takers who yeah. are committed. Uh, community yeah. is is so key. Yeah. And make sure you're joining the right communities and surrounding yourself with the right people. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I saw us, a couple of our members met up for dinner last night or the night before. Yeah. And yeah, it's really cool. I really wanted to go to that. Everyone wants to uh, work together and help each other out. And yeah. It's such a fucking amazing community yeah. that we that Great we have here. members, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going so good. And I love it. And I love seeing that there's, you know, meetups being done. And I, like I said, I, I really wanted to go to that the other night. But uh, at the same time, like we're, we're very busy. <laughs> And uh, that's a bit of a commitment. Yeah. Especially on a, was it a weeknight? Yeah. I feel I like it was like a Sunday night or something like that. <laughs> you know, granted, I mean, I didn't, I didn't get any sleep didn't that sleep night anyways. anyways. I probably should have gone. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Okay. So I'll quickly scroll through the comments here. Okay. We are good. Um, took possession of a new property yesterday. We did. 
I mean, I haven't got the keys yet. I'm going to get the keys in a couple hours. Yeah, but, we were busy yesterday, so um, it's okay. I'll go grab the keys from uh, the realtor and put a lockbox on there. And from what I understand, uh, contractors are going to deliver the bin probably tonight or tomorrow morning, and then they're going to get to work tomorrow morning. Yeah. Um, that one's a little bit... This one's going to be complicated. And of course, it's just like me. I can't seem to buy a property that's simple. Oh my goodness. This one is, yeah, complicated right from the start. <laughs> I, and you know what? I get it though. I, it must be frustrating for you to find out that I got another property. And it's like, Wayne, like, why do you have to buy all the misfits? You know what I mean? <laughs> why can't you just buy a normal one? That's just like a simple renovation. Why do you got to make things so complicated? We have a couple simple renovations. Just like my girl Avril says. <laughs> um, yeah, it, 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 but opportunities come in those types of deals, right? Yeah. Where people will normally avoid it or they're too scared of it. That's where the real deals are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because right? we don't get scared of it. Mm -hmm. This one's fucked, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So just just briefly, if I could touch on it, yeah. like so, yeah, like right out of the gates, we have like um, something that needs to be dealt with. So, uh, um, so this house has been vacant for three years, according to the neighbors. Yeah. Um. So they like the whole neighborhood has been like on edge, wondering what's going to happen with this property, which I think is <laughs> kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> and they've really been hoping that it wouldn't be a complete teardown and like, you know, building some big crazy thing in there. Like yeah. the neighbors have been hoping that somebody would restore the, the property. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, so, so the, there was like a holding or development company or holding company or something that had bought it and yeah. was sitting on it. And they actually had um, subdivided the land. So they were going to uh, duplex it. I'm guessing front back duplex it i mean yeah. it's a it's an okay width of a lot but not it's always, crazy it's always so hard to tell yeah you know when there's still a house on the lot it's like how in the hell would they fit a duplex in here yeah but, but uh my yeah. guess is it's going to be a front back duplex yeah so they had subdivided the lot and um through that process you know so what they were getting ready to do is to tear down so demo it tear it down they subdivided the lot and then you you built new mm. so with with that all of the meters like the gas meter the water meter the like everything was removed they, yeah they cut they, they cut cut all the wires cut all the lines yeah removed all the meters everything's gone so like you walk around the house and there's just like all these blank <laughs> spaces where where meters and stuff used to be yeah so called to get them hooked back up and because they were so far in the process um we actually need to like apply for permits uh, get somebody out to inspect, get approval to re-put in all of the meters yeah. and contact back Epcor, get them to install them. Well, then they issue site IDs. Yeah. So we don't know at this point whether they'll give us the same site IDs or whether they need to like reissue new site ID and then get the approval to, to put the meters back on. So this can be a process. So we might yeah. not have water, power, like anything to the property for who knows how long. I don't, I have zero idea how long this will take. Yeah. Well, um, we're we, going to find out today, hopefully. Yeah, we dealt with something similar, you know, a few years back when um, when we had that uh, that house that was shut down by AHS. Yes. Um, and I think it took a couple weeks. to That was that, that took was a, that one took a while. That was electricity, was it? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we were they, borrowing they not, the neighbor's electricity. We were born oh shit, you're right. Yeah. I feel like that was be it was winter though. I think that was a big reason was because they wanted. It wasn't winter. There. We we got it in. Um, no, we got it in. We sold in February. the summer. Yeah, but we picked it up in the summer, which is when they were hooking oh, up the lines. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that was a long one. <laughs> yeah, it was a long Son one. <laughs> okay, well that's that's terrific. Yeah. Um, Anyways, so that's like right off the bat, just a fun little issue to deal with. And then also, like I said, it was subdivided. They subdivided yeah. the lot, so. We are not tearing it down and building a duplex on the site. So we need to reverse the subdivision, mm -hmm. which is another thing because it'll be interesting to see how that goes with the delay, with how delayed titles are. Yeah. So will they just let us take the like title transfer? What's it called? The DRR? Um, document registration request. 
Yeah. So will they just let us basically take this, the document saying that this purchase has gone through, these people are the title owners, we are waiting for a title transfer and let us use that to, mm -hmm. to reverse the, so it, yeah, it's just, it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out. Sorry. It doesn't scare us. Like, it's not like, oh my God, this isn't going to work. It's just like, it's going to be a process, right? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not too concerned. I mean, like, I'm huffing and puffing about it. I'm like, ugh. But at the same time, like, as far as like the reverse in the subdivision, you know, I, I asked our lawyer to help us out with that. I got a call with the lawyer this morning mm -hmm. at 10 a.m. So, you know, he outlines, um, here's your three options and here's the best option. Um, and if that doesn't work out, go with this option. And like, it's, it's pretty simple. It's, it's, you know, we talk about certainty and uncertainty. Like had, if I didn't know how to do it, I'd probably be stressing out and I probably have a headache right now. But the fact that, you know, the lawyer laid it out clean in an email and we just need to kind of follow up on that now that we have possession mm -hmm. and just submit the paperwork, you know, he's going to help me submit the paperwork. Yeah. Um, it'll cost me a couple hundred bucks, you know, to, to have him help me with that. And then whatever applications fees, but it's like, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, so when you know what the outcome is going to be and you know that it's going to be okay, it's not that stressful. And then, um, and hopefully we have a nice neighbor who will lend uh, power if we need it. <laughs> uh, yeah. We're probably going to need our generator. Yeah, for sure. Um, probably going to need our generator on site, but again, not a big deal. It's not the middle of winter. If it was the middle of winter, it might be a little bit yeah. worse. Right. Yeah. But we're in the, the peak of the summer. So, um, it's not terrible. And, uh, and as far as like getting the utility set up, it's like, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. right? Um, we got a really good deal on the property. So, you know, there's enough room there. And, and, and I, I accounted for all of that. And we've got some really cool plans for the layout of this property. Yeah. We were, we we're doing some brainstorming and um, got some cool ideas for how we want to set that up. And it's going to look really, really nice. And uh, I'm excited for that. Yeah. Right. So if it takes an extra month, it takes an extra month. Um, uh, Ryan uh, had a question. Uh, why do you have to reverse the subdivision? Isn't that a value to buyer potentially down the road? Uh, you know what? Um, everybody thinks that, oh, I bought this house and it could be subdivided in the future. But if you're putting $150,000 into that property, I don't plan on sub. I don't think anyone plans on subdividing that in the next 20 years. Yeah. Somebody's going to buy it for full value for the beautiful property that it's going to be. Well, Their plan isn't going to be to tear it down and subdivide it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I and it also all the time. It also just complicates things. Like if you have your regular old, not old, I'd say probably young, give you a regular young couple coming through looking to buy a, you know, really nice house in gold bar for their family and they go and pull title and all of a sudden it's subdivided and what's this and and you know like it's it i think it murkies the water for somebody who doesn't understand right yeah yeah absolutely that's the reason why i want to um sorry just making a note that that's the reason why i want to do that is because when we sell it when we sell it it's going to be sold to a home buyer it's going to be very likely a first-time home buyer a young couple like gabby said the last thing we want is for them to be like, well, why is there two addresses? Why is it subdivided? And then the lawyer, what they're going to the say. The lender. The lender, yes. But what the lawyer is going to say is that this is a um, legal non-conforming property. So it's legal, but it's non-conforming because there's a property in the middle of two lots, right? Yep. The, the property line between those two lots is right in the middle of that house. So, you know, a, a, a new young couple and, you know, nosy dad comes along and it's not conforming. And what if the city comes and shuts you down? Just all that, you know, see, I was talking a second ago about having certainty and knowing what's going on. See someone else walking into that situation, having no idea what's going on and no information. The uncertainty of that would just scare them away. The confused yeah. mind will just walk away. They'll choose another property. So. Um, I'm not going to leave that, um, open, you know, that vulnerability open to be, to be interpreted however they interpret it. Mm -hmm. Um, but the one other thing I was going to mention was that again, I hear this all effing time about people like, I just bought this property. It's a great cash flowing property. Plus it's on a super wide lot that could be subdivided in the future. And every time I hear someone say that, I'm like, why is that relevant? 
Yeah. If you just bought a brand new renovated property, so the, the property's worth $500,000, but the land is worth 225. Okay. You just bought a brand new renovated property. Like it's completely done. New furnace, new roof, new windows, new everything. Are you seriously considering that you're going to, to tear it down and subdivide it in the next 10 years? Is that one of your strategies? Yeah. <laughs> so you just bought something for $500,000. The second you tear down that house, that the lot is worth 225. Yeah. So you just basically tore down $275,000 of brand new material. Do you understand? You overpaid. You bought a $225,000 piece of land for $500,000, mm-hmm. right? I think that needs to be said because no one ever says that. And I hear this way too often. And this is my first opportunity to actually call someone out on it. So if, if you've ever said it or you've ever heard anyone say that, it's so fucking dumb. Yeah. <laughs> okay. If you're buying a lot that has the ability to be subdivided you're buying it for land value you want to get that thing for like (laughs) as close to land value as possible yeah um do not tear down a perfectly good building because you're losing all the value of the building even if you bought it for four hundred thousand dollars you're like oh i can subdivide and put duplexes on it well i would strongly recommend finding something that's like that's that should be teared down that's way closer to the value of the land so that way you're not overpaying because what you're doing is you're buying a parcel of land for like double what it's worth. Yeah. Right. Um, but that's just, that's just rookie. That's just rookie talk. But I know that we have a lot of rookies listening, so don't listen to people that talk like that. Okay. Um, I, I thought that was important to share. Yeah. Um, I can't, I can never remember um, his actual name, but KG Dodds. <laughs> Who is that again? Anyways, so um, this is something that I was actually, as we were talking, I was wondering it as well, and it never occurred to me until we were having this conversation, is that if the property remained subdivided, would there be two separate property taxes? Or because there's only one property on it, does it still remain as one, like in in the City of Edmonton property tax department, does it... Because I don't remember when we were signing papers, I don't remember seeing like two different property tax notices or anything like that. I have no fucking idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you know what? It's it's not scaring me on this project. If we have this thing for... Ken, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Even if we have this thing for, you know, six months, it's an extra 250 bucks a month. Yeah. You know what I mean? On well, that area, it might be 300 bucks a month times six is 1800 bucks. Yeah. And if it cost me fifteen hundred dollars in applications and permits to, to reverse the subdivision, then it's three grand. Yeah. But three grand for an opportunity was 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 completely worth it to me. Yeah, absolutely. And if it costs another fifteen hundred bucks in permits and stuff to get all the utilities and stuff, that just means that I paid an extra forty five hundred bucks for the property. Mm-hmm. Um, and still the number still works. So yeah. not scared of it. You know what scares me the most in that property? The driveway. Yeah. That's one thing that like I always Everybody's always scared of foundations. Foundations don't scare me. Driveways scare me. Yeah. Driveways. I had no idea how much they cost and they're always way more expensive than they need to be. Um, I'm yeah, I see, I see a cracked driveway and I'm like, I need to fix that. We looked at one on the weekend and that was almost my go or no go on the property. It was like, do I need to do this, this driveway? It's going to be like seven to ten grand well the driveway itself it did have a few cracks in it but it was in relatively good condition but then right by the garage door the overhead door it just had this huge chunk that was like all cockeyed and lifted mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah that was an interesting one yeah like, how did that happen <laughs> yeah mm. yeah anyways that, that that one's we're looking forward to that i'm gonna go throw a lockbox on that today and uh, and also, like I said, I've got my call with the lawyer today, and we'll get that so get that ball rolling. And I hope that we can just cancel the subdivision because it's still in the process; it's not even done yet. It is and it isn't. Oh, I mean, okay. They've it submitted it, but it, like again, it's land titles is behind. So I'm wondering if we can like catch that. I, I have no idea. Yeah. It'll get done regardless before we sell it. It's not that big of a deal. Um, and then we get possession of another property next Monday. We do, yeah. Yeah, you forget? Yeah, it took me a second. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry, and we'll get back to that. But um, Chris just made a pretty good point that sounds like it's probably right, is that on the two titles and property tax thing, is that 
if there's separate titles with the building and services on each, then there would be property taxes. So if there's only one set of services, right? Or in this case, there's no services, but you still need to. But when you subdivide a lot and put services on each, that would probably indicate property taxes for each lot, building and service on each. Sounds pretty legit. <laughs> yeah. But not facts from us, please. <laughs> yeah. All right. And yes, we do take possession of another house on Monday. Yeah. Monday, yeah, Monday. That See that Two one. Mondays in a row. Yeah. And it's funny because uh, this one that we took possession of yesterday is probably going to be like the craziest renovation we've done. Just like the... the... We're getting a designer. Yeah. We need a designer. <laughs> it's, it's going off... Um... See, normally we just stick to a, a template and it's pretty much the same stuff over and over. You'll start to see the same things, same colors and everything else. I, I can only assume that people on uh, on social media and the Instagrams and stuff are going to get really bored with our content after a while because they're going to start to notice the same flooring, same paint, same baseboards, <laughs> same feature walls and all that stuff, same kitchen cabinets. But um, we try and keep it simple, you know, like a yeah. business, right? Um, but this one here, I think we're going to go a little above and beyond. We're, we're removing a bedroom um, and uh, we're going to be adding a, a very large ensuite. Yeah. Um, Bit of a walk-in closet. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a little. Um, we're gonna try and we're gonna try and get a really uh, high after repaired value because we want to make it as desirable as possible, and yeah. the neighborhood allows for that. Yeah. Um, so we're pretty excited about that. Get to be a little creative there. Yeah. But obviously, creativity creates more work. Yeah. Uh, more decisions, <laughs> right? Yeah. I like the idea of just like handing a template over and. And just doing the same stuff over and over and over again. There should only be three questions on each property. Yeah. Um, but for this one, it's going to be 300. <laughs> uh, and new light fixtures. And like, ooh, I want to try this. And ooh, that 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 tile. And ooh, that mirror. And that light fixture and all those things. So I don't think so. I think it'll still be pretty standard. I think it's just the floor plan that'll really change. I still think you're cuckoo. And, and okay, the bathroom, the ensuite bathroom is going to mm -hmm. be pretty nice. That's going to be a lot. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just, that's all I'm thinking about is the ensuite. Yeah. The ensuite is, is like the big. Want to do like, a, well, I, I want to uh, do like a big freestand tub and with like really nice faucet and stuff. But yeah. anyways, what I was saying is that like, that's going to, this is going to be like the, the biggest renovation, but the one that I think I'm most excited about is the one we're taking possession of next Monday because really? I love the house so much just like as it is like obviously it needs renovation but like it was kept in such good condition that like you just know that this granny that we bought it off of that she was like balling in her days oh yeah she... like she had like this house is so cool and it has like the coolest light fixtures that I legitimately legitimately am going to be keeping because she had designer glasses and about 14,000 bracelets yeah <laughs> You, you picturing this? You know, yeah. you know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah, and like the velvet wallpaper that's in like immaculate condition, and, and just a super long cigarette hanging out of her mouth. Yeah, there's some smoke. Yeah, smoke can happen in there. Yeah, but yeah, like this, and I just I love the layout. I love like I just love this house. I love the little laundry room on the main floor with the the wash basin, and everything's just in such good condition, and I can just. I, it's not often that I can walk into a house and, and see what it's going to look like. I have trouble with that. Mm -hmm. It's not my, my specialty being able to see what's going to happen. I just hope for the best, mm -hmm. <laughs> but this one, like I can see it and I am so stoked. I'm, I'm super excited for what we're going to do with the kitchen. The kitchen. Yes. Yeah. Because I've never seen a two story that has a kitchen, has a layout like that before. Yeah. Um, and it's funny, we went to a house on uh, on the weekend out in St. Albert that was almost the exact same yeah. layout. And we said, oh, we're just going to do the exact same kitchen in this house too. Yeah. We didn't get that house. We lost. But um, exact same thing. I'm like, oh, this is going to be our new template for this style of house. Mm -hmm. Because we have, our, we have our bungalow template. Yeah. We have our townhouse template. And then, you know, now we got a two, we have our bi-level template. Yeah. Uh, we have a split level template, <laughs> three level split. 
And then now we're going to have a two-story template as well. And I, I'm that, that layout, when someone walks into that house and they see that, mm. they're yeah. going to love it. Yeah. They're going to absolutely love it. Super excited for that one. Yeah. Yeah. I think people are still talking about the taxes in the chat here. <laughs> da, 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 da. Um, yeah, and I can see some uh, some chatter about our Leduc flip as well. They were so freaking close, and Josh is working very hard to get that finished up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's taken a little bit longer than we expected, but there's just the little stuff at the end. It's yeah. just the stupid little stuff at the end of a renovation. It's like it'll chew up, you know, days and days and days of just like handles and touch ups and and um dapping baseboards and all that stuff so it's uh it's it gets pretty stressful at the end there because it's like you just you think it's done and then it's just like it will not end yeah but uh it's very close i went and checked it out last night with josh and it's all looking very good it looks fantastic it's just a matter of finishing up the little stuff Mm -hmm. um drowning in the little stuff yeah but uh hopefully we're gonna get that listed right away yeah um yeah just just get it out of the way so we can just focus on other stuff mm-hmm. um but like I, I, I don't know if i mentioned on the on the show or whether it was just something that we said when we were out for coffee but i want to make sure that we always have a leduc property i know uh, and have a leduc fix yeah. and flip there's it's so cool being able to ride our bikes just go for a ride our bike and go check it out yeah yeah uh, go to the coffee shop you know grab a you know grab a cappuccino and then on our way home just swing by the flip and just see the updates mm-hmm. makes it easy for uh content as well because it's like i only go into the city maybe once a week to go check on on the other properties i'm going to be heading in uh i think friday we're friday we're doing week. that yeah. we'll go in and check on the other properties but um yeah to be able to you know check in see how things are going because so much can change in a couple of days you know what i mean yep like even that otwell project right now oh my goodness um every time we go in there something new yeah um that one's almost done not yeah. almost done, but like it is kind of almost done. Yeah. No, like legitimately. Yeah. It's like <laughs> carpet downstairs needs to be done. Railing. Railing. Install kitchen. Which is like they're just, um, uh, they're powder coating right now. We're yeah. getting the steel railing. Um, uh, uh, Tyler needs to come in. Yeah. <laughs> Tile installer. Yeah. Uh, needs to come in and do the tiles on the, uh, the showers upstairs and downstairs. Yeah. And uh, kitchen cabinet should be in next week, but otherwise it's all done. Like it's yeah, the outlets are all done. It's all painted. Baseboards are all done. You know, carpet's gonna go in any day now. Yeah, whenever the installer can come in and do it. Um, fireplace feature walls done. Pot lights are all done. Doors are all done. Everything's on. Yeah. it's just like the cabinets need to go in in the kitchen and in the uh, the vanity in the bathroom. Yeah. And then countertop goes on for quartz. Yeah. And then backsplash. Right. And then I would assume that the, the the Tyler is going to come in and do the backsplash and the, the showers at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, exterior doors are inside. They just need to be installed. I think they were probably done yesterday. Yeah. Um, that's it. Yeah. That's it. We're waiting on so a garage. Exterior. Yeah. The We're garage. waiting on a single attached garage door. Um, and uh, concrete pads going to be poured mm-hmm. probably can... sometime next week. Yeah, uh, we're we're waiting anxiously um, to get the concrete pad poured in the back. Uh, we do have a single attached garage in that house, but we're also doing a double um, detached in the back. Yeah. Um, so once the concrete pads poured, um, which again, hopefully sometime next week, uh, kitchen cabinets next week, concrete pad next week. Yeah. And then they're going to quickly throw up a garage. Yeah. And then. She's done. That's it. Super exciting. Oh, we got we got to paint the front as well. Yeah. Um, and Josh was um, saying that he's going to help us out with that as well, which is fantastic. Um, so we got to paint the the front of the house as well. But that's that's expected to be on the market probably in about three or four weeks. Fingers uh, crossed. Yeah. The only thing that we're really waiting on is that garage. Yeah. That's the big one. Yeah. Otherwise, we probably have that thing up in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, yeah, so that one's going really well. And then the other properties, um, the one out in St. Albert, uh, that one there, they got all the painting done. Yeah. Um, all the work downstairs is like the the new plumbing is all done, dug up and 
in for the uh, the bathroom downstairs. It's all framed, drywalled. Um, they just had to finish up uh, mudding and taping downstairs. Yeah. Which I'm assuming, again, is probably, if not done already, it should be done in the next few days. Yeah. Um, like I said, painting's done upstairs, texture's done upstairs, doors are all painted upstairs. Um, that one's good. The tub's already in, so that's all going to go get put that back together really quickly as yeah. well. Um, I think that they was, um, was the St. Albert one. They just picked up all the flooring. Flooring's going in this week. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so once the, the doors are all in and everything, um, the walls are all painted now and the ceiling's been painted, then yeah, that's the next is flooring. Yeah. Um, there's just some delays on the, on the basement, uh, development because of permits. Yeah. Oh, St. Albert's. Uh, really hard for um, companies who aren't local to St. Albert to get permits. Mm. If you if your business is registered in St. Albert, then it's a pretty simple process, but they make it pretty hard for people who don't, um, or their business isn't registered there to pull permits. It's a process, so. Yeah. Well, St. Albert's a, 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 not a small town. It's a fairly, re- a fairly decent sized town just uh, north of Edmonton in Alberta. And, um, beautiful city. Yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah. Like anywhere you drive, it's just like, well, I was just driving there with my mom last week and she's always like checking out like the cities around Edmonton to see like, Ooh, would I want to live here? Would I want to live here? Mm-hmm. And she's like, Oh my goodness, the city is just beautiful. And sometimes you, you forget when like we've are there lots now, right. Yeah. With all of our projects up there. And so, yeah, sometimes you need somebody else's perspective to be like, wow, this really is stunning city yeah yeah st albert and Sherwood park are are very high-end little little communities around the not yeah. communities their cities right around edmonton yeah i need to um, go I, i'd like to go garage sailing in st albert and Sherwood park <laughs> you know you'll find some good stuff yeah didn't didn't you literally just see one the other day yeah. when we were there You're like yeah oh, i'm yeah, like please let's go to the garage sale we do not need any more junk <laughs> uh yeah lots lots going on I, I think the the mutters and tapers are at our Sherwood Park clips um this week as well so it's pretty cool they're literally just like going from projects to projects you know what I mean we got this like little train where you know mutters and tapers can go yeah. and follow you know along with the properties that we purchase and then yeah. the painters are right behind them yeah and then the, they're doing flooring right behind that yeah it's just got this little rental train going yeah, on yeah they put like yeah they for what we threw at them, they put really good systems in place. Mm-hmm. Super organized. It's been really cool to watch. Yeah. 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 And then like right after that, like, you know, the electrician's going in, he's doing the pot lights and, uh, yeah. and then uh, the doors are being installed. And it's like, it's, it's a really cool, as long as we keep this train going, or we'll just have steady projects coming in. It's just a matter of just getting the, you know, specific trades going in right behind and, yeah. and uh, it's good systems. And uh, I mean, like, like we obviously we've got the one we got today and demo will get started tomorrow. And then in a week from now, um, you know, the next one will be getting that. So they'll go in, do demo, right? Prep. It's just, it's, it's yeah. going to be a nice flow. Um, I don't think I'm going to be buying anything in August. <laughs> you, you literally say this like every week. And then like within a day or two after you like announce it, you are going to look at a property. I, I said, I don't think. <laughs> we we really do need to get Corinthia sold. That's I think a big holdback right now is a lot of money tied up in that. Yeah. yeah, a lot of money tied up in it, and also like that's like we plan based on when we think the properties like when will be done, when they'll be sold. Okay, yeah. we'll have that money coming out. We can allocate it to a new project. Yeah. So let's get a new project around this time, right? Mm-hmm. So if yeah, once Corinthia is sold, we'll be freed up again too. Yeah, well, we have another one lined up for September one. Yeah, um, I've already got that locked up as well. Uh, so that's we're taking possession of that in two months. Um, that was a very long close. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, we do have one for August, July twenty ninth. See, I don't know. Did we? When was our last show? I don't know Thursday. what you're talking about. Oh, we bought one in Calgary as well. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, where? That's what? July 29th. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we do have another one. We're buying three this month. Yeah. That's fucked, eh? Yeah. You excited? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I didn't realize I wasn't supposed to buy any this month, and I bought three. <laughs> Point proven. Uh, but I said I wouldn't buy any in August. So, um, do I need to take your your uh, devices away? <laughs> yeah, I'd love to have. I'd love to. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that means or just have to, a talk with Calvin. <laughs> that, yeah, well, that's that. Yeah, uh, do you want to do a bandaid approach, or do you want to go right to the source? <laughs> You want to go like a naturopath uh, approach. You got to go right to the to the problem, uh, and that's and that's Calvin. Tell him to turn off all the email notifications, and tell the wholesalers to stop calling me. Um, <laughs> You'll find a way. Yeah, you're a junkie. I am. <laughs> I am a bit of a junkie. No, you're not a junkie. We've this. This was the plan. Scale the fix and flip business. That fast though. Yeah, that was your plan. I said, I said we get to two or three at a time for the next six months. And it's like, I don't even know. I I have to do it. I have to, I have to count by going around the, the map of Edmonton. Yeah. I have to, I have to count them to see how many we have going on. That's, that's how hard it is. It's like, it's like, how many kids do you have? And you're like, oh. <laughs> um, I'm losing count. Uh, but uh, you know this this was the plan just 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 going a lot faster than than what I said. Um, but it's all good. It's going great, and um, we've been able to partner with some really cool people too, and helping them out. That was one of the big reasons I think was because um, a lot of our mentees were wanting to get into fix and flipping, yeah, and they wanted the experience um, to be able to to try it out without failure, um, to be able to get their feet wet, to learn the process. You know what I mean? To build the systems. Um, you know, with a helping hand with, mm -hmm. with mentorship. So that was one of the big reasons why, like, I took on a little bit more of them because like at the same time, it's, I'm also helping people as well. Absolutely. I'm giving people the confidence and most people would think that like, I would, I'd probably, if I have a successful business model, why am I teaching so many people how to do it? And you know what I mean? It's quite clear that there is a huge influx of flippers in yeah. Edmonton right now. It's, it's crazy yeah. how many people are hopping onto flipping. I could have just kept it to myself. I could have just talked about agreement for sales on the show and not told anybody what I was doing, but, um, I'm not afraid. I don't live, I don't live a life of scarcity. Like I don't feel like people are going to steal it. And there's so many deals out there. You have no idea how many deals I'm passing up on. You have no, like no idea how many emails I see every day. I'm like, that would work. That would work. That would work. That would work. Like, on the weekend, I had to go check out that property. Yeah even though I shouldn't have like, like I got it. Like there's so many opportunities, so I'm not scared of it. And, and I, I like the fact that I'm helping people and giving people the confidence and helping out our mentees and giving them a, yeah. you know, a head start. Absolutely. Um, so I'm down with it. That, that was one of the big reasons why I think we took on more right now. Um, otherwise I might've slowed down a little bit. But this is, um, it, we could be doing anything. And, and this is the same, this is the same, same approach I would have. Yeah. Even with our seller financing business, I went all in on that and I put all of my energy into it. And I just like, I spent a ton of money on research and marketing, et cetera. Um, and we built that up and it's the exact same thing for this. You know what I mean? When I, when I approach joint ventures, fuck, do I, if I want money, I get money. Yeah. Right. So it's jet fuel, baby. It's, it's, it's. You need to take this approach to everything. I just, Calvin, I was talking to Calvin on the phone yesterday and he's like, oh, we were, I was talking to the team about just like how crazy it is, how like fast you guys fucking exploded on this. I'm like, dude, I don't dip my toes. There's no dip, there's no dip in the toes to figure out if the water's cold or not. You just jump in, you go all in. That's the way, that's the way you need to approach it, right? Yeah. There's, um, Jet, jet fuel, a lot of the jet fuel is, is created by just jumping in and, 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 and forcing yourself. You know what I mean? It's when, when you jump in, you kind of learn how to swim. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you didn't, if you didn't know how to swim, like you'll learn very quickly, right? Or you'll drown. Or you'll drown. <laughs> and that's, I mean, it sounds a little reckless, you know what I mean? <laughs> just like uh, literally throwing our business in the water and saying... You know, like a, like a like a parent teaching the kid how to swim. Um, <laughs> people would probably. Well, it, sorry, go ahead. 
I was going to, in all fairness, we did kind of dip our toes in a couple townhouses. Yeah. Like we did, well, yeah, we lined them up so that it was one after another. We didn't, we weren't working on two at the same time. There was like a one week overlap. Yeah. So I'd consider that toe dipping. And then after that, it's like, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Uh, There there was a question, um, which I'll answer because it's relative. How do you decide if a property is a teardown um, or land value deal or spend the money to renovate? Would you first get an appraisal? No, I I mean, um, we're not focusing on tearing down properties and, and, you know, selling lots or developing lots. So if the property is still has still life in it, then then we'll renovate it. Uh, if not, then um, then we just if it's if it's not salvageable, then we just won't touch it. Yeah. It's not our focus right now. Yeah. Right. It's all about focus. And and the fact that I have 100 percent of my focus, 90 eh, percent of my focus into our fix and flip business right now. That's why we're thriving. Yeah. It's because I'm not focusing on anything else right now. I put I put a hold on our seller financing business for six months. So I can put all my energy into this and get this thing up and running and it's going great. It's automated. Uh, found a team that, that, that works and that wants to scale at our pace. Um, that's reliable and, and, and that we can, we can count on. Um, cause I want to get this thing up and running and automated so I can go focus on my energy on something else. I'm a builder. I'm not a, I'm not a manager, right? This fix and flip business, you know, should be making minimum $500,000 a year, minimum. And once I can get to that point, then I'll just go build another business after that. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't. I don't want to be. I don't want to be dealing in the day to days of, of fix and flips. I don't want to be dealing in the day to days of of finding clients for a financing business. You know what I mean? Yeah. What I want to do is build businesses, which kind of leads me to a question that we had from weeks ago. I still have this long list of questions <laughs> from this email. Um, someone asked, "Do you always hire general contractors or handymen, or subcontractors to save money for renovations?" They asked, do you, right? So I will answer for us. Um, I'm, I'm not interested in saving money. I mean, sounds dumb, <laughs> eh? But seriously, that's not my primary focus. My, my primary focus is automating. And yes, we, we do put in systems to make sure that we're saving, you know, we're, we're making as much profit as possible. But my sole focus, my, my primary focus is not to save money on renovations. It's to, to be completely hands off. So our approach is more of a volume approach and making sure the business is making money as opposed to, you know, penny pinching um, by, you know, hiring subcontractors and then having to manage subcontractors. Yeah. That's the last thing I want to be doing is delegating and, 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 and overseeing a renovation, which for some people, when you're starting out, sure, get on the tools, go do your own demo, go for it, you know, get your feet wet, make some money, build up your, your bankroll. Cause you're going to need some money to be able to get to a point where you can do multiple projects at the same time. Mm-hmm. When you're starting out, do what you got to do. Okay. If you got to be a GC and you got to manage the crews and the subcontractors and the painters and the HVAC and the electricians and everything else. And you got to be on site every day. And you know, you got a crowbar and a sledgehammer and you're in there and you're painting and you're doing floors, go for it. You got to do what you got to do in the beginning. But I mean, you didn't get into real estate investing to be a laborer. You didn't get into real estate investing to be a painter. And you didn't get into real estate investing to become a general contractor, right? You did it to create freedom. Mm-hmm. So long-term you need to have, and you got to keep in mind that the, the whole purpose is to build a business and treat it like a business. You got to hire the right people. You got to partner with the right people to ensure that, you know, you're keeping first things first and that's creating freedom and not creating another job. Yeah. So for us, we do hire general contractors. Um, we, you know, we've, if you're doing one project and just get a handyman, you know, if it's your first project and you know, you're just trying to dip your toes into the, into the fix and flip room, just get a handyman that you can rely on that can do paint, floor, baseboards, millwork, doors, um, cabinets, perhaps, um, bathroom hardware, you know what I mean? Demo prep, that kind of stuff, a little bit of drywall work. Um, and then they can kind of, and then, you know, Either they can oversee the other subtrades, like the texture and the, the sanders and the um, landscapers and the HVAC and the electricians and the plumbers, et cetera, or, or you can do that. But, um, you know, if you're trying to save money and, and, and it's your first one and trying to make sure it's profitable, sure, hire a handyman and just have them do all of the, the day-to-day stuff on site. 
um, but long term, you know, you're going to want to create a team. And that doesn't mean hiring a bunch of people and having them as your, you know what I mean, as your employees. Because then what happens? Then you have to manage, manage your employees, employees, right? Or then you have to hire a manager to oversee your employees. And then you need to oversee your manager, right? Yeah. Again, it's, you want to be as hands off as possible. First things first, create freedom, right? That's the whole reason why you're doing it. Do not create another job. Yeah. You do not want to be overseeing a manager on multiple projects. Because who do they who are they going to call when things don't work? Who are they going to call when there's a there's a leak or there's a there's a flood because you know the foundation's cracked and they haven't you know repaired the the, the foundation yet and all the all the flooring was downstairs and the drywall was downstairs and it's all ruined. You know what I mean? Because the flood came because it because it it rained lots today. You know what I mean? Do you want to be dealing with that? No, you want someone else to deal with that. So. In the beginning, yeah, you take on a little bit more and, and you, you know, because you want to save some money and you want to, you know, build your bankroll. But long term, um, find a team that you can rely on that wants to scale at your pace. Yeah. So that's my answer to that question. <laughs> you hear me checking, checking off the list? I still have to get through these questions. Um, must be getting close. Another three. There's uh, two questions left. Two left. You know, I can answer one of them right now. Uh, and thank you so much for your patience uh, <laughs> on this one. Um, it, well, they gave they gave eight questions. Yeah. And they're all different. Yeah. So, like, I'm trying to make sure. And some that of them are pretty big questions. <laughs> some of them are pretty big questions. Yeah, that can that can last a full uh, a full episode. Um. I, I just wanted to check through the comments real fast here. Carlos says, congrats, Wayne. You're overcoming your problem by admitting you have one. Welcome to Flippers Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know what I like? I like building businesses and I like, I like to see them succeed. And I like to, to align myself with other people who have similar goals. Like we are extremely happy with our contractors. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. Um, there was a, I'm going to stay on this topic here and, and you can keep an eye on the comments at the bottom if you sure. don't mind. If your flip is going to be listed in the winter versus spring, summer, do you factor in another month of holding costs when initial, initially in analyzing the property? Yeah. Yeah. If, if, if you've got a, if, if you're lined up to have a December or January list, um, I guess anywhere from November to February, um, you do need to factor in that it's probably going to be sitting on the market a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. There's less buyers during those months. Um, it's my opinion for our business model, at least that if we have the nicest property in the, in the neighborhood or in the nicest property in, in that part of the city, um, it'll sell quickly. Yeah. But if you're just trying to do a quick lipstick on a pig, um, and thinking that it's going to, it's going to, it's going to sell really quickly, then, you know, you, you should be, um, you should be expecting to, to have a little, a little more in holding costs allocated. Um, but our goal is to have the nicest property in, in, in the quadrant, you know, that quadrant of the city. And, um, when it comes on the market, we want lots of people come to see it. Yeah. Um, so I'm not too concerned, but yeah, I would, I would definitely consider that. Yeah. And also raise it like, it's also important just to know some of the quirks of what sells and what doesn't sell quickly. Like there's things like if you're on a busy street, you're probably going to sit on the market longer. Yeah. If you only have a single garage, you're probably going to sit on the market longer. Why like there's some. That's why we're building another garage. Yeah, right? it's literally why we're building a second garage on the property in Otwell. Um, so it's really important just to like know those types of things because if you have, you know, if you're in a good neighborhood, you have the double garage. Um, you know, like you have the things that people are really looking for that are highly desirable. Mm-hmm. You know, the right number of bedrooms, all that kind of stuff. Then they won't be sitting. There's always buyers in the market. So as long as you are have all of the desirable features and you're priced right and you have the nicest house on the market for, again, the area, then you're not gonna be sitting on the market. We, we haven't sat on the market mm-hmm. at all for any of our flips. That's right. They've all been very quick. And that's in different times of year. Like, yeah. gosh, one of them was, was February. Yeah. <laughs> 
and it sold very quickly. Sold for over, very quickly for way yeah. over what we were expecting. Yeah, because it was the nicest one available. Yeah, and that wasn't during the market going up like crazy. That was Correct. before that. So yeah. Um, and this, I mean, we talked a lot about flips today because that's that's our one of our major focuses in our business right now. Um, I just want people to know that you know this can be done in any market. Every market has the opportunity. Mm-hmm. You just need to look at you know what areas of your city um, or market you know have, have the best um, the best possibility for it. You know what I mean? There's certain there's certain neighborhoods in every city that work really well because you can get it cheap enough, and the after repair value once it's renovated nicely um, will be high enough that you know you can make a profit. And, you know, if you're, if you're looking at your city and you're like, oh, there's, there's, there's no possible, it doesn't work, then, then maybe look at a different property type, right? But it, more often than not, um, you should have a certain property type and a certain set of neighborhoods within your city um, that are good for flips. Mm-hmm. You just need to figure that out and do your market research and find a good realtor who can, um, who can guide you and, and educate you on that, Yeah. right? And that know, you know, hey... You bought this for three hundred. This neighborhood here, if you do, you know, your level of renovation, it'd be worth five twenty-five. You know what I mean? You just got to find those neighborhoods where there's there's that kind of spread, mm-hmm. uh, and it needs to be desirable as well. Like all the things that Gabby mentioned a minute ago, it needs to be one of those areas where people want to live in, yeah. right? And they're willing to pay extra for that, you know, extra premium for that. Um, the last thing I'm gonna this because it's a quick and easy one. Um, the the question that we got in the email was, what's the best investing strategy to use in Edmonton. And then they just listed off flip, RTO, or short-term rentals. Um, all of the above. All of the above. <laughs> all of the above. Whatever, whatever gives you the desired outcome for your goals. They all work. That's it. I know it's, yeah. it's a shitty answer. You didn't want to hear that. You wanted me to give you, you wanted me to tell you how to do it. I mean, <laughs> there's a couple, you have two options. Gonna do it. You can either copy us, copy what we're doing, which is a terrible approach. Don't copy people, all right? Just because someone's doing short-term rentals doesn't mean you should do short-term rentals. Just because someone's flipping in your city doesn't mean you need to flip. You got to remember that the strategies that we have implemented through our you know ten-year career as real estate investors have been for us specifically, mm-hmm. for the resources that we had at the time, for the focus, for our end goals. So me telling you that flipping is a great idea is, is not fair yeah. because um, that's what works for us right now and what we're trying to build, right? And you asked me two years ago, I would have given you a completely different answer. Asked me two years before, I would have given you a completely different answer. Mm-hmm. But I've got a roadmap to get myself to my goals, my end goals, and I'm following it. And you need to do the same yourself. You need to figure out what your goals are and you need to reverse engineer it to determine which strategies are going to get you to your outcome, your goal as quickly as possible. Like I said, first things first, you want to make sure that you're creating freedom, whatever level of freedom that is. Mm -hmm. However, you define freedom, define it, draw it, and then ask yourself, how much money do I need in order to have this life, this freedom? And then figure out how much money you have right now and what resources you have, what prospects you have. Do you have equity? Do you have cash? Do you have the ability to get financing? Do you have certain skill sets and expertise, knowledge? Take what you have right now and try and get yourself to what you need later. Mm-hmm. And then fill in the blank. Which strategy gets you there as quickly as possible? And that might mean wholesaling to start because you need to wholesale to do 10 15 wholesale deals at $10,000 each. So you can save up $150,000. So you can do your first flip. And then when you do your first flip, you're going to make $30,000. And then you're going to build and build and build and build. And I'm going to do birds. And I'm going to do this. And I'm going to do this. I'm going to buy multi. You understand that it's not always going to be the same path for everybody. It depends on what you have right now, what your goals are and how quickly you want to get there and what opportunities are available in your city and what opportunities you have in your network. It's such a complicated answer. Yeah. But any of those four things that you listed, flip, RTO, burr, short-term rental, even buy and holds, they all work. It just depends on you yeah. and what your goals are. Yeah. And if you don't know how to figure that out, then start asking questions. Start asking the right questions. There's literally a resource here every morning. We're glad to help you. And if you need guidance, join the Master's Mentorship Program. And I will show you. All right. How was everybody's uh, reflection last week? 
You're asking me how everyone's was? <laughs> Curious. I saw a few people. Yeah. You know, throwing that hashtag out, whatever that hashtag was. Yeah. I um, I tried to make my um, collage. Oh, like Francis did? Yeah. Except I was having a hell of a time, hell of a time going through three months worth of photos. <laughs> I take too many pictures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I started living the now, Gabby. I started favoriting the now. Started favoriting them to so that I could eventually. But like, I think I got through like a month and a half, and I was like exhausted. So I'll maybe try to keep working on that. Yeah. Okay, guys. Um, lots of information for you today. Obviously, we just talked about our life a little bit here today because nobody called in with any questions, but. Um, you know, I think that we, we ended the show with a lot of um, valuable information that people need to consume and, and think about today. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, you know what? I think we'll just see you guys tomorrow morning. Have a great Tuesday. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com.